Hey guys, it's Melissa with the Chicken Sitter Podcast, and this is episode number 94, Getting Personal with the Chicken Sitter. Now, pet care is very personal to me. I was a baby when I was first introduced to dogs and cats and birds of my own, and I can remember being about two years old, running in my mother's friend's kitchen with her puppies. She had a bunch of puppies. I believe they were goldens. Uh, it was a long time ago, but I remember them all you know, running all over the kitchen and I was chasing them, <laughs> having a blast. I guess what I'm trying to say is that there was never a time I wasn't around pets and never a time I wanted to be without them. I was the kid that would catch spiders and put them in a container, several containers, and watch their eggs hatch and then let them all go and catch a bunch of caterpillars in my front yard and walk around with them in the baby carriage that my mother had for me when I was a kid. I would just fill the baby carriage full of caterpillars. I was the one that when it rained, there was a puddle in front of my parents' house. I would take the worms out of the puddle and kind of like save them and out of the driveway and put them in the grass. I'd, ki- I'd kiss the fish I'd catch before letting them go when I was fishing. I, I believe it or not, I still do this, <laughs> you know, and I get my picture taken with them, I, whether it's fresh water or salt water. Um, I feel bad for catching them, <laughs> but I let them go, um, and I give them a little kiss before I let them go. I just have an endless love for animals and couldn't picture life without them. I cherish each day I have, you know, with my own pets and my clients' pets, and I don't take it for granted at all. I treat my clients' pets as if they were my own, of course, and that's just the way it should be when you have a pet sitter. You know, they should be treating your pets like they're, it's their, you know, they are their own. Now, I'm very old school and keep everything on paper when it comes to my business. Everything is digital today, obviously, and um, I like to be safe and have everything in front of me that I can see, everything on paper. I have a huge calendar. I keep all my pet sitting jobs organized on. I create lists for myself, sticky notes and reminders. I've always done that. I'm a visual type of person. I'm a planner. I like to plan things out. Um, I'm also cautious in a way too, not with everything, but I think before I do anything. And not with everything, but I think, this sounds like almost an awful thing to say, but I think what is the worst scenario that can happen if I do this? Um, If I'm using this leash of a client's and it's ripped, but they say use it, what could happen if I do use it? I, you know, I always carry extra collars and leashes with me in case something just doesn't work for me. It might work for the owner, but it doesn't work for me. Whatever is safer for the pets and, you know, works, let's do it. Um, yeah, so I mean, stuff like that, I'm kind of cautious with. I always try to think ahead, um, especially before I go to do a job for the first time. I write everything out and I plan everything out. Um... I just think about what's the best way I can go about doing something, basically, I guess I'm trying to say. One of my goals is to take care of as many pets as I can, meet as many people as I can. I enjoy meeting people and talking to people and um, meeting as many different kind of pets. 
And the goal is to not only take as take care of as many pets as I can, but for as long as I can keep doing what I'm doing. My dream was to have my own animal shelter ever since I was a little kid. And one day I still want to have that. I'm going to write a few books as well in the future regarding pets and other, other things. Um, but my pet sitting business is very special to me. I've met a tremendous amount of wonderful people and hope to meet a lot more. And I've met so many truly wonderful pets of all kinds. I'll take care of any kind of pet. Even if you have a tarantula, I would take care of it. I find it very interesting and I just love that kind of stuff. So no restrictions. So bring them on. <laughs> my kids love that I do what I do. And my daughter has even said to me, you know, when I grow up, when I get a little bit older, I wouldn't mind helping you and doing what you're doing. She thinks it's cool. And she sees I love it. Also, I just want to state again, I've said this in other podcasts before, it just dawned on me again today, and I get this a lot. You want to pick a pet sitter that you know is reliable, that loves your pets, that is kind and trustworthy, and that your pet, you know, you want to make sure that your pet or your pets love them. You want to see how they interact with him or her. I have my son watch our pets, sometimes my parents. We don't really go away a lot. Um, because I'm working and my husband owns a business as well. But I have my son watch our pets sometimes for a night or two, um, my parents, or I have a few professional pet sitters like myself that I have come, depending on the length of the vacation and if they're available. Um, course shouldn't really matter. Of course it matters, you know, when you're hiring a pet sitter. But if someone is $5 more and you can count on them versus you know, you found somebody else online that's $5 less, don't pick the person that's $5 less because <laughs> you know this other person already knows your animals or, you know, maybe you've already hired them. They already know your animals. Go with what works. Don't try to save. I notice a lot of people try to save money, which, of course, we want to save money. But when it comes to kids, when it comes to your pets, don't try to save a couple dollars or $5. It's just not worth it. Um, you know, if, if the person gets the job done and puts you at ease when you're away, go with them. Go with them. Why have any worries or take a chance of somebody not showing up? Um, you know, just find someone that your pets like, that you like, that you trust, and go with that. Don't hire anyone, please, that's not insured or that's never done pet sitting before. I hear all kinds of stuff. <laughs> all kinds of stuff. Uh, don't Hire anyone that you met the day before you're going to go away. Maybe your pet sitter fell through and, and somebody knows somebody and you met them the day before. It's nice to have them come a few times or maybe even once to be with your pets while you're not away to see how everything went before you hire them for 10 days or a month. Just a thought. Always meet the pet sitter no matter what. And for pet sitters, always do a meet and greet no matter what. Could be an easy peasy kitty, a bird, whatever it is, meet them, have them meet you. It's worth it. Well, thank you, listeners and clients and pets, because, you know, without you, I wouldn't be doing what I do. And I love what I do. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.